Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those you have sent to this podcast. We lift up the churches and their pastors. We pray the blood of Jesus over lung cancer. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, amen. As we move through the New Testament prayers, amazing things happened when people prayed. We pray to the same God as the disciples. We ask for healing, deliverance, and wisdom, just as the early church fathers did. The only difference between now and then is our level of faith. In Acts 1, verses 24 through 25, the disciples prayed for a replacement to fill the opening left by Judas. This was answered in Acts 1, 26, with the selection of Matthias. Acts 3, verses 1 through 6, records Peter and John going to the temple for prayer. Notice that they were not going to the temple for sacrifice. The perfect sacrifice had already been made. They were there to pray. Folks, there are times when praying at home or in the car or at work just won't do. When we obey the Holy Spirit and come into the sanctuary to pray, our hearts will rejoice. In the past year and a half, most churches were closed. As more and more reopen, get there earlier than normal and pray. As Peter and John entered the temple, a man who had been lame since birth asked for their support. Instead of giving the man a gift, Peter and John gave him what he really needed, healing. The lame man went to the temple to beg for support. He left the temple able to walk. We should expect a miracle every time we pray. The disciples asked for boldness in Acts 4, verses 24 through 30, while Stephen prayed for his enemies in Acts 7, verses 59 and 60. He was praying for his enemies while he was being stoned to death. On the road to Damascus, Paul asked the Lord for instructions in Acts 9, verses 5 and 6. My Christian comrades, I was once asked about my Damascus Road experience in a class, and my reply was, I didn't have one. Everyone does not have the same experience when it comes to meeting Jesus. Peter prayed before bringing Tabitha back to life in Acts 9, verses 40 through 41. Again, the power of prayer by the disciples is on display. Today, you rarely hear about people being brought back from the dead, but it does happen. 3 John and 2 says, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. John's letter to Gaius and his sending of best wishes to him is not a blanket blessing for Christians to have guaranteed wealth and perfect health. We know that there are poor Christians as well as Christians with health issues. 3 John and 2 is a standard greeting for that time period, just as someone today may write, I hope this letter finds you well. In Revelation 4, verses 9 through 11, the 24 elders worship God at the throne. My Christian friends, the angels will be worshiping in heaven, and the elders will be worshiping in heaven. We should be practicing on earth how we will worship in heaven. Those who have not prepared for heavenly worship will be surprised at the decibels in heaven. Imagine tens of thousands times tens of thousands of angels giving praise to our God. It will not be a quiet place. 
Another part of heavenly worship will be the unison of worship. The 24 elders all gave their crowns. They recognized he was worthy, and you better recognize. Like I said, if you think you're going to sit back and relax in peace and quiet, you have the wrong idea. The angels have not been redeemed, but they will praise the Lamb of God with all their might. What do you suppose those who have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb will be doing? Let me give you a hint. You will be so glad to be in His presence for eternity, you will be shouting for joy, praising the name of Jesus, thanking Him for saving you, and worshiping Him as found in Revelation 5 and 13. It says, Every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them. My friends, every creature willingly gives God the praise except one, man. Now think about this, the creator receiving praise from the creatures he made, all of them. Now, all together in heaven, praising God and the Lamb will be the angels, all of creation, sending up a shout of praise. If you haven't learned to praise him on earth, you will be temporarily lost for your praise in heaven. I say temporary because it won't take you long to learn to worship if the millions and millions of angels are worshiping, millions and millions of saints are worshiping, and all of creation is worshiping. Trust me, you will catch on. In Revelation 6 and 10, those souls who had been killed for proclaiming the word of God cried out to God, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? My Christian comrades, the persecution of those who dare to speak God's word in places where it is prohibited will continue to increase. Here we have the martyrs in heaven seeking revenge for their own deaths. God has said that vengeance will be his, and he plans to do just that. However, he instructs the martyrs to be patient and wait until all of the saints have been killed. Revelation 7 verses 9 and 10 has the great multitude standing before the throne of God and the Lamb. Verse 9 says, All nations, tribes, people, and tongues. This verse eliminates the theory proposed by some that only certain groups will get into heaven. This means that there will be individuals from all over the world who will be in heaven. This is not universalism, which teaches everyone will get into heaven. This is God's elect. You may ask, what about those countries that do not know or worship Jesus? And my answer is, they may not know about him right now, but that doesn't mean that the word will be kept from them forever. Once again, the angels, the elders, and the four living creatures join the multitude for another praise session in Revelation 7 verses 11 and 12. The closing words of Jesus to John were, Surely I am coming quickly, in Revelation 22 verses 20 through 21. Jesus is warning us to stay prepared for his return. Are you ready for his return? Have you accepted the pardon for your sins offered by Jesus Christ? If not, why don't you trust him today? Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I accept the blood you shed on the cross for my sins. I look forward to personally thanking you for saving me. In the name of our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. 
This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate, go to greatministries.org and click on the Donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.